is my uncle. He choked me to death. Whenever anybody says they're a little concerned, they're very concerned. So what? What's wrong with being sexy? We shall not cease from exploration. And at the end of all our exploring, will be to arrive where we started and know that place for the very first time. Why the T.S. Eliot, you might ask? Well, got a bulletin here from our friends at uh, JPI. Seems Earth's happy pilgrim Voyager 1 is now 9.2 billion kilometers from home, passing through the heliopause and zipping out of our solar system and into the bosom of the Milky Way. So good luck and Godspeed to you, our noble emissary. It's a trip. Does it, we, did you Earth say kilometers? Does yes. it say which is that little getting by T.S. Eliot? Oh, you know, you know how I like to quote T.S. Eliot. I was right, thinking about the saying, the book. Uh, such, uh, it's driving me crazy. Which poem that's from? Yeah, uh, "Paddle to the Sea." You know that story? A little Indian boy who sent a toy canoe on a journey he himself was too young to take. Well, I was I thinking think we so. do the same. You know, Voyager, Pioneer, Galileo our standard bearers in the eternal human crusade, exploration. And now we've hit the cosmic trail. Why? Old Earth's played out. Less than 100 years ago, Amundsen could have been the first human to reach the South Pole, and Falcon Scott could die trying. Now, well, last year China had to close Mount Everest. Too much litter. The world's become a fragile place, not to be conquered, but to be protected, coddled, nursed like a baby. So what do we do? We launch our surrogates into interstellar space, dreaming of that one fine day we ourselves can go. Now there's plenty of you folks out there saying, I'm never gonna take a rush like that. Earth's a parking lot and outer space is just too pricey. But let me tell you, there's lots of ways to blaze a trail. I often wonder about the unsung heroes of the past, like the prehistoric gourmet who looked at a lobster and said, I'm gonna eat that. The first healer who picked up a knife and said, All right, folks, let's operate. Hope it didn't start adventures, there. <laughs> adventures come in lots of shapes and sizes. From getting a haircut to falling in love. Just putting yourself behind the wheel and backing out of the driveway. Well, that can be a sublime act of faith as well as a monumental act of courage. So get to exploring, everybody. That was a little passage from one of my favorite television shows from the 90s called Northern Exposure. That was a little uh, passage from a book I have called Chris in the Morning, which uh, uh, puts down the book is full of all of Chris's radio speeches, which often started out the episode. And that was a uh, nice little take. My name is Joseph Frisch. Uh, I don't know the T.S. Eliot, Rob, because I'm It was Little Getting. I was right. Because that's one of my favorite favorite poems by him, and it gets to the end. As soon as I did, I was like, that is Little Getting. I pulled it up. Yeah, it's like next to the last stanza. Well, it's a heck of a quote. Um, I really would encourage you guys to, by the way, my name's Joe. This is uh, Lord of Men, Robin Shark. What's going Doctor. on, fellas? Doctors. Doctor. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really would encourage you guys. I know it can't find it out there. Uh, it's one of those things you have to probably purchase. Uh, but watch some Northern Exposure. I, since the both of is you, it I don't. Not on HBO Max for eleven dollars a month. It's not. I wish it was. <laughs> I have some things to talk about that are on HBO Max. Pretty. Soon. I have some things. Uh, I have some things. I things. A, later, I have, I have a streaming things. service question. Don't let me forget to ask. Okay. By well, the way, I, mean, I watched Taxi Driver again from the seventies. Hey, I've yeah. seen it forever. I watched the first. 
30, 40 minutes of cruising and just couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, you Pacino. couldn't get through cruising? No, I couldn't. I was like, this Come is on. bad. This is bad. You gotta get, you gotta get through it, man. I'm telling you, yeah. pays off. <laughs> Pays off. I tried though. I really uh, tried. Uh, well, I hand it to you for trying. Speaking I of cringe, Rob, in like twenty years, man, I couldn't believe. I and how did the taxi driver hold up for you? Okay, so one, it's it's way. See, like when I watched it when I was younger, I think I thought it was like, I don't know, too organic. It didn't have a flow, whatever. I don't know. I don't think that anymore. I think it's really well paced and done well. There's, yeah, there's um, no plot. I mean, of, no, so no, no, no. It's definitely like a slice of life kind of thing. But um, I couldn't. The ending bothered me because I couldn't decide what yeah. was the real intention of the weird look in the mirror. You know, so I started googling yeah. theories, and of course, you got mm -hmm. some people who say it was all a dream. Yeah, um, and then others say no, no, no. It happened, and the look in the mirror is um, he is going to go back out into the city, let it all eat him alive again, and he's going to snap yeah. again. And yeah. I think that makes most sense to me. Yeah, it is kind of it is problematic the way he is kind of yeah he's he's treated as a hero in the end. Also, the well, scene that's what was, I thought was great. Was, uh, he was actually going to go kill a, a presidential candidate. I, yeah. He seemed like a good guy, like a guy he should have been supporting, <laughs> a guy who wants to take care of. The the poor and he's tired of the rich having everything. Yeah. It seems exactly who Travis Mickles should like. Exactly. But that's who he wanted to kill. The other <laughs> yeah. hero. The other problematic part, of course, is when you have Scorsese himself in the back seat. Oh boy, I, I forgot about that. Because see, and, uh, I caught that him seems earlier rough. sitting. Man, it's rough. Yeah, I caught him earlier sitting <laughs> on a sidewalk. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, there's Scorsese. And then, um, then that whole thing, I'm like, whoa, of all the things to talk about, this is what she chose? <laughs> I mean, you could have had her cheating with anyone and just left it at cheating, and I'm going to kill her. Well, but it had to be... You know, boys, you know, it's a fine, you know, it's it's a fine film sword. and all, but it's no DC Cab. It's not. Hey, no, I like DC Cab. I, I love DC too. Cab. Mr. T, I mean, what else DC do you want? Cab, Ripping right? the door off the thing? I mean, that's... that's <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, young Bill Maher is in that. Oh, no kidding. Uh, no, I don't like yeah, that. Bill Maher is but, uh, actually in that movie, yeah. But no, Taxi uh, Driver was fun to watch. I was <laughs> glad I did. Um, there are parts of it that are great. Um, like I said, the ending's weird. You can blame Paul Schrader, I guess, for the writing of that scene. But ultimately, Scorsese did have control of it. He could have changed what he wanted. But Schrader's one of those guys who likes to, um, you know, he likes to provoke people. He likes to be a bit of a, right. uh, a, a SHI head and just, you know, kind of try to push buttons. It's kind of been his thing. Um, well, and then, I mean, let's face it. What I thought was so great is I was like, one, Scorsese had to me, and I can't remember Mean Streets as much as I need to, but yeah. he had his first great use of a song that so ah. encapsulates a scene. That yes. scene where he is Jackson Brown is playing while he's yeah. watching the TV and thinking. I was like, oh my goodness, buddy, you were you were good at this from the beginning. You got this mm -hmm. from the jump. But then also, I'm gonna hold everything in and I'm gonna have an ultra violent crazy ending <laughs> like, yeah, you, you like that yeah. too don't you um, the departed I just saw the departed all over this <laughs> yeah uh, departed does not uh, hold up as well for me um, as I once uh, revered it 
to be to really? hold up. I, I maybe mm-hmm. I need to rewatch it. Last time I rewatched it, I still love it. I just um, and I'm not saying it's bad. I'm, I'm not saying it's bad at all. It, it just it's not one of his better movies. The fact that he won an Oscar for it's really kind of laughable. But when you can put it against any of his other movies, you're like, oh, it's not. It's not as good as these. Do you think it was like the, the, the payback Oscar? Like we've we've snubbed you a few times that we Absolutely. shouldn't have. I tell you yeah. the thing that bothered me, and it's like the third time he uses rape, murder, it's just a shallow I'm like, dude, I, I, you, it I'm was great and good for song every movie, every movie in my career. Yeah, I know, I know, I'm with you. I'm like that you. part, I'm like, I think he uses it in the opening montage of the movie, if I'm not mistaken. He does. Jack, Jack Nicholson says something really racist. Absolutely. And then, and then that song kicks in, and you just see he says something about the, well, I don't, I don't want to even say. It's not yeah. even the word you're thinking it is. It's another word for that word. It's <laughs> yeah. like he thought like was going to be okay, but you're like, no, that's still not okay. <laughs> No, I mean like I feel like um like I there's this moment where I feel like there's some meme that's kind of, that's been out for a while it's been turned into a TikTok but it's basically um, Quentin Tarantino might not be a racist, but he sure spends a lot of time writing ways to say the N word <laughs> yeah. in his films. Hey. And I was thinking, Scorsese may not be a racist, but he sure does wanna, like using that word in his films. I want to uh, speak to that after in a little bit. Yeah, we have a, yeah, I have yeah. a little game I want to play between uh, the ideas. I saw an article. I see these a lot. I didn't read it. It was like one of those forty-nine movies Tarantino thinks you should see. Um, type of a thing, and I wanted to I see. Guarantee, I know one of them is Chinese and stabby. What do you think, Shark? <laughs> Am I in on something? Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. And you know, I gotta uh, stick in here real quick and apologize to Eastwood. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm. The revolution's still on, but but we're on a lunch break, so I'm recording this on my lunch break. Oh, okay. Well, but I'm, maybe but I'm a sitting, extra uh, energy from those uh, papayas. Oh, boy, they're not bad. Um, but I'm sitting on the end of the runway here, and uh, you can't hear it over the phone. Yeah, yeah. But when you uh, go to edit this, uh, yeah, you're going to be like, ah, it's not okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, that's okay. I, I don't, worry too, don't worry too much about it. If it's some chickens, if it's like some bad stuff, I don't know. Uh, they've been, uh, they've no, been running Cessnas in and out of here for the last, you know, 30 minutes or so. Uh, but, yeah. I'll put a low-pass filter on it. It'll be all right. Um You'll sound a little funny, but the plane will be gone. Uh, well, but no, I wanted to play a little game later where we we Rob gives us the movie, and then I see if I've seen the movie, if I know who directed it, maybe in it, who, uh, and then we see if Shark has seen the movie. If he hasn't, then I want him to give a little like, this is what he thinks it might be. Ah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> before sure. I before I get to it. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I purposely was like, nope, I'm not going to read this. Um, so I sent her, we could do that now. I wanted to talk a little bit about it's late. Uh, Valentine was last week. Uh, people should watch Michael Bolton's Big Sexy Valentine's Day special. Yeah, you said that. Where would I find that at? Like it's on, on Netflix ne- it's or something? On all, yep, it's on Netflix. Uh, check, please check it out. Give it a chance. Oh. Give it give it 20 minutes. It is Drop dead funny. How it's long every, is it? An hour and twenty minutes, maybe. Okay. It's not long at all. If it's, it's a funny, perfect little. I'll give it a chance. Oh, it's stupid. It's written by uh, Scott Ackerman, well, one of I my like favorite stupid. people. <laughs> <laughs> he was a writer of Mr. Show, and of course he's uh, Mr. Uh, Comedy I loved Bang Mr. Bang. Mr. Show. Yeah, I wish he's, they would he's put Comedy that out Bang there. Bang. 
And uh, but yeah, so check out Michael Bolton's. It doesn't matter that Valentine's gone. Uh, M Michael Bolton's big sexy Valentine's Day special. It is really, really funny. Uh, Kenny G makes an appearance. Um, it, oh, oh, the the Lonely Island guys are part of it too. Oh, okay. Oh, that's so a good it's, crew. it's it's them and Scott Ackerman. Like you can't miss. Like, it is so stupid. <laughs> hey, speaking and, of, and, uh, my, and I love Michael Bolton because he. I realize now Michael Bolton is, does not take himself or anything seriously, which makes me like, okay, I like that, Michael that Bolton. That makes it acceptable Go, yeah. all of a sudden, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah it really okay. does. It really does. Because yeah. I mean, when you started was, talking about Michael I gonna, Bolton, I was going to make a saxophone joke, and then fortunately you said Kenny G, so I didn't make myself look foolish. Um, you yeah, know, yeah. But yeah, it's like that. They, those, there's that group of dudes who just all kind of blend together, yeah. you know, with their... He yeah. was the... How am I oh, yeah, yeah, I remember him now. Without you, he's that guy. That's the, that's they all, they all had the same suit and hair, you know. That's true. That's a big Dude. part of the show. That's a big part of the show is that Michael Bolton has cut his hair, and Kenny G comes back as some kind of like Valentine spirit. It's like you cut your hair, much like Samson. We get our power from your hair. <laughs> well, that's yeah. Hair. It's just yeah. <laughs> So, did you guys see, speaking of Netflix, the big news that kind of came out about them? Are you talking about Arrested What's Development? You uh, is this, they uh, were getting ready is to... this Tom Hanks? Does it have to do with pizza stores? No, 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 no. They were getting ready to do the thing where um, everybody uh, has to start, can't share their passwords anymore. Yeah, they backed off, didn't Okay, they? yeah. And yeah. they, the thing came out for like, you know, like the message came out for like, I don't know, 20 minutes. And it, and everywhere else in the world, they're sticking to it. But in the United States, they got rid of it. So people oh, can still boys. share their passwords. People are so <laughs> weird about paying for a service that's like $12 a month. They're like, like oh, no, well, no. It, I'll it, pay a ridiculous amount of money for all my other vices, but I won't pay this. But, like, everybody, everybody knew a guy who would come hook up, hook up free cable for you, you know, in the day. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like a, what it's, I'm saying. Like, I think it's, it's like Apple Pie and American right. disease. I agree. I agree. I know, <laughs> I know several older folks who, like, think it is a stupid, stupid thing to pay for any type of movie television ever. What, like, yeah, that's it's like, well, the radio's yeah. free. Right, well, it's uh, it's up there in the air. If I can catch it, well, that sh it should be mine. Like, no. No, no. Just because I throw a ball through the air at the park doesn't mean if you catch it, you get to keep it. Like, right. that's right. not a, it's a really stupid way to look at things. You turn loose of that, though. You are right about because, I mean, like, I remember in the 90s when – People, not not my family, but people had satellites, <laughs> and you could call into a modem with uh, yeah. daily and get codes to yep. unlock every paid channel yeah. there was. Yeah. Now, so this I is a my family didn't do this, but no. I knew people who did. It is a and deep seated. When, yeah, go ahead. It is, and then when the small satellites came out. People yeah. started getting the hot cards or whatever. Cards. Yeah. And now I know all these people who are like, "Oh, my Amazon Fire Stick crashed," and I'm like, "Oh, maybe you just go up to you know Walmart or wherever and get one." Yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I've got one that's like um, gives me everything free. Yeah, I got a guy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. So I'm yeah. just like, you're right. No matter what, it's like we're not paying for shit. Nope. <laughs> just yeah. like, a, like a dude in a trench coat standing up for a Huxin hair and you know selling <laughs> <laughs> contraband fires. 
Yeah. Oh, dude, you do you know the money we can make if we if we a knew how to do it, b were motivated to get out of our houses and do something, and c um, gave a shit. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But we don't on any of these, so it's like, nah, whatever. I don't we mind paying for it. My only complaint is that such a tiny percentage of what I pay ends up going to the person who created the content. Um, yes, you know, I mean, I don't like the structure, like but but I, but on the other hand, you yeah. know, yeah, I mean, of course, it's. I mean, I guess, but I, mean, I view like, it as I'm, I'm paying for what I'm it's like the content, yeah. you know. But yeah, right. exactly, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like I, I, you know, I, I've heard all these people I know got angry, you know, when. Um, you know, Spotify started charging this or this or this, and it's like mm. they're charging that so they can actually give money to the they artists. Give people for, yeah, money. for a change. I mean, did you know that? Because before they weren't. <laughs> um, you know, those people. That's do another love thing. Music, people not do not want to. Yeah, people do not want to pay for music. They will get on YouTube all day and watch music as opposed to pay. Yeah. Some of them are yeah. cheap, like seven bucks. And what's or, bad you know. is I'll pay YouTube so I don't have to uh, watch their ads. It's like and listen to music for. <laughs> oh no, no that's okay. Jay, At least you're giving them something. Here, he was down here staying. I don't know, right before Christmas, and I went to work and came home, and he's like, "Man, I hope you don't mind, but on your Apple TV, I just logged into YouTube because I wanted to watch some stuff, and I can't stand the ads, so I pay for it. So you just leave it on yours. So now I can just jump on YouTube on my Apple TV and watch all the." Like, I watched uh, Pink Floyd. I had never sat down and watched Pink Floyd uh, uh, at the volcano. Um, God, what is that? They were at the volcano, Mount St. Helens? No. While it was <laughs> rough? No. No, what's the... <laughs> they play at a oh, volcano. Oh, like uh, Dante's Peak no, with uh, Pierce Brothers. Volcano, uh, volcano, volcano, Tommy Lee Tommy Jones. Lee Jones, that's it. Mount Pompeo. Mount Pompeo. Oh, Pompeo. Are you talking about Pompeo? No ads. It was nice. Are you talking about Pompeii? Pompeii? Yeah, there's no Yeah, just Pompeii. Oh, just Pompeii. Pompeio. Right. Are you talking, you're talking about I'm the one in Italy, of, right? Uh, South of Rome blew up, they, like this preserved. You can froze see all, all the people in yeah. ashes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's Pompeii. Yeah, and they showed up there in the seventies and played. Well, man, there was that dark side yeah. a little bit from the album before. Yeah, it was great. But it was nice not having commercials because Jay uh, stuff logged in. There was a movie. Oh, I agree. There's a movie with uh, John Snow, and he plays the king of Pompeii. That's what they call it in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so. So uh, that's I don't know. Maybe maybe hey. Pompeii's trademarked. I mean, they got a lot of souvenir shops around it. Could be. Hey, have you guys heard the big scuttlebutt in Hollywood? What's that? Uh-oh. Uh oh. Wait, 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 wait! Today. I know what it is. I know what it is. What There's going to be a new hierarchy of power in the DC universe. Nope, that's not the higher. That's not the one I'm talking about. I'm talking the Rock about... is going nope. to get his own uh, band of rejected uh, heroes and make his own movie. Now, what is no. it today? I don't know. Kevin Costner, it appears, is about ready to walk off Yellowstone because uh -huh. he wants to do his passion project, and it's not. they're not letting him work on it, and it's scheduled co conflict, and um, supposedly he's Superman? about ready to just walk. And so they're thinking somehow they're going to try. If this happens, here's the theory. You know, you know how, well, you haven't watched the show, but he's been building up the Four Sixes, which is a Texas ranch, and they've mm -hmm. been popping into things. They think that McConaughey is going to take over in the show and be ahead of a Four Six ranch, <laughs> and he's going to have to come in and help take over the Yellowstone, 
And so oh, he no. will become the main character. I'm not kidding. This is all Man. over the news that McConaughey's such a lefty. I don't think those oh, all those boomers are going to take McConaughey coming in and taking over that role. <laughs> Be a lot cooler no if they did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted to come in, but I wanted to talk like Russ Cole to everyone. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, yeah, we got to go out and move these cattle. <laughs> Only if you believe there's movement in a universe that is stagnant yeah. within its own triumphant circle of nothingness. Yeah, we'd be let, <laughs> Dude, we'd be better off. The cows. <laughs> we'd be better off let these cows move some sails. I, you know, I don't know. Normally, I'd be with you know Maybe the individual on something like this, but die doing the noble thing. Don't you think the guy only gets one Dances with Wolves in his career? That's true. That's yeah, true. I mean, I think like, I think Costner needs to needs to do his work. It doesn't go well, right? Exactly. Yeah. No. No. You know, I mean, I, here's what I think. Look, dude, you were kind of you were kind of a has been. And this show, I'm not saying you actually were, but you were viewed as a has-been. Yeah, he hadn't been, yeah, brought him back. Put a lifeline into you, charge, clear, you're back, and um, just wait six months. Oh, man, I I forgot about Waterworld. I'm do your thing. Yeah, I'm definitely against him. So, yeah, you get Dances with Wolves and Waterworld. Yeah, come on. (laughs) Enough, enough. Yeah, do what you're told. Hey, speaking of uh, Taylor Sheraton, Sheridan. Um, have you been keeping up with Mayor of Kingstown? It's much I've never better watched this. it. I've never oh, you never watched, watched it. it. First no, season was, was the rough. First season, um, and uh, I, I don't remember what happened. I just kind of got out of it. A lot of my fr- uh, family likes it. A lot of um, the first season was very. Uh, I didn't like the women, the way he wrote the women characters at all. Um, second season's a lot better though, and uh, pretty worth watching. It might be Jeremy. Renner's finest moment, finest thing he's done. Um, uh, yeah, check it out if you haven't. You should check it out, Rob. I think you Are you like saying it's better than chance. his rock album? Because uh, I find it hard yes. to believe that this is yes. better than his rock album. Well, it's got to be. <laughs> hey, what do you think of... Uh, I was going to... Eh, maybe I'll address that later. Did you... Uh, I don't watch the Super Bowl. I didn't care about uh, the, the sporting games at all. But I did watch... Super Bowl. I did watch the uh, uh, the flash. I watched the Super Bowl halftime. I'm just joking. I watched uh, the Flash trailer. <laughs> Thoughts on yeah. the Flash trailer? What do you guys think of the Flash yeah. trailer? So I thought it was great, but I can't help it. All I could do is every time Ezra Miller came on the screen, I just kept thinking, "Horrible human being! Horrible human being!" You couldn't stop thinking. Being. So you couldn't I stop couldn't, thinking about I it. I couldn't. So when yeah. Michael Keaton finally says, "I'm Batman," I was like. Oh, thank goodness. Something to take my mind off of this. So I, I don't know what to do with this. I'm serious. Because I thought Ezra Miller was perfect as Flash. Like, I loved he how he played good. him. Yeah. And um, and I have been waiting for this movie for way too long. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and now every time I see him, I'm like, oh, God, you're awful. You're really yeah, awful. Um, yeah, we don't know the full story on Ezra. I don't I don't know. I don't. I don't. I saw the things when he was going crazy. And, Ran off with some teenage people, and uh, yeah, I shouldn't say going crazy. I don't, I don't know much. He was people were accusing him of that, but yeah, the yes. movie was, uh, it was record. The movie was filmed long, long ago. Yeah, I think like, it was filmed I, like, back in seventy two, seventy three. I thought it looked interesting. <clears throat> I'll watch it. Hey, Shark, sure. did you see what's coming out mid March? What? Here we go. The trailer dropped yesterday. 
It's every character in the show holding up their own sign where they've written believe on it. Yeah. Uh oh. That is Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Nice. Mid March. Season three. Mid March. Wow. I'm excited. It looked great. I'm excited. Every character in the show is like putting up their own little sign that says believe. And then Ted at the end walks in the locker room and everybody's written believe on their locker. And And he's like, I believe we've been seen. (laughs) Or something like that. The the wait has been excruciating, but uh, the payoff will be worth it. I'm positive. And now they've said four seasons, right? I mean, they have an end to this thing. Um, So I think they've said four. But what I have heard is whatever is it Apple that's pushing it? Yeah, Apple's yeah the platform. Apple wants yeah. five, yeah. six, seven seasons. Well, I, yeah, so. of course they do because it's 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 great. <laughs> yeah. But it's the type Don't of thing that. that that you know I think it's great because you know what I mean. It's it's like okay, we're telling the story. You know, there's an arc here. We're gonna have yeah. a you know some resolution. Yeah. But, right. you know, Netflix ruins shows by doing that. Like, well, we had to have an arc. Showtime, Showtime oh, God, Showtime's the worst. They doing that. You know, they're like, we have a so, great idea. Here it is. And they're like, that was great. Now we're going to keep going. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. And then ladies. in 10 years, when we can't think of anything else, we'll bring even more of it back. Dexter's back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for no he's reason. really back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just bad. So, but I thought you'd be happy, Shark. That Ted oh, I am. I'm very happy. Yeah. Right around springtime kicking in. I think Ted Lasso's the perfect. I do. Uh, yeah. We need. I agree. I think that's back in the world. Very appropriate. Right. Very appropriate. I yeah. Agree. It's well. I think. I need to uh, compared to the good place. Not uh, for a lot of reasons, but th- that's one of the reasons the good place is mm-hmm. so good is because it's a contained story. You know what I mean? Um, right. You can tell that when they went and pitched that, they said, "Here's the entire series. It's, it's a book. You know, we've written you a book, and there are chapters, and here's here's what it is." And it was, you know, it's phenomenal. I think, you know, I mean, yeah, I love The Simpsons. I love thing that that you can make into a thirty plus year show. But on the other hand, sure. um, you know, Look, Shark, I, I want a good story too. Scholar yeah. in storytelling, and I don't like this fancy word <laughs> art. I don't. Well, I don't it's know what it means. Simple. I. I don't want stories that make sense that I can follow and learn from. That's. That's too easy. You sound like them guys who play jazz. Yeah. You know what I mean. And I think there's. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's great. I just don't understand it enough to enjoy it. You know. Oh, and by the way, Joel right. McHale has a new show that starts. This yeah, but the garbage, week. the trash, or the, the, the animal no, shelter no, no. thing, He's animal shelter. Animal. That's yeah. it. Yeah. He's like an animal cop. Right. Like uh-huh. trying to go rescue animal or something like that. Yeah. Well, and Danny. So the ad that kept showing during the Super Bowl was him holding a cougar and making cougar jokes. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Classic McHale. I like it. I didn't, see, that's one of those things. Like, don't, don't mess with McHale. Don't make him something he's not. He's, you know, I'm not saying he's totally one dimensional, but. You know, um, let him play to his strengths. Let him maybe. be his things. You know what I mean? <laughs> let him let him be him. Hey, you know what? I'm serious. Like, and maybe maybe it's because I'm a talentless hack. But every time I have to hear some actor or something talk about don't want to get typecast or something like this, and I'm thinking. You know what? I'm typecast as a teacher who makes crap money and can barely pay my bills every month. Typecast me in anything you want, and I'll be a millionaire and enjoy my life while you keep typecasting. But you know, I mean, I, yeah, I get, I get that. I'm sorry, that's how I feel. I, I get that to some degree because, on the one hand, you know, the, if you've hit that level where people are interviewing you and you're being, you know, on TV, you've got a lot of people in your ear telling, giving you advice and telling you what you ought to do. Yeah. So you've got that thing happening. Two, you've got this creative thing. You know, it's like I love to play music and I love to play with you know these people for years and years. But on the other hand, 
I want to play with a bunch of different musicians because that's what makes it fun yeah. and fresh and keeps it exciting and yeah. gives you money. And then you take that back Where's to the that? people you play with for a long time. So you've that's got that. You but on the other hand, and you go do a little thing. Figure out called who. Broadway <laughs> in New York, New York, New York. Now <laughs> um, uh, it's like you a know, you know when it comes we all like agree. we've been willing to sell out for a long time, but nobody's buying it, Jerry. Said, yeah, so. but like so if like say I made a, a a horror movie, like say my next movie is the horror movie I wrote, and it's a it's a wait. Did you say my name, Army Hammer? Ooh, yeah, oh no! Hashtag cancel fresh. He got a uh, he, he got a new article out there where he interviews himself. So brave. Of course he does. So, of course so he brave. Does. Uh, but no, like when you're writing. So like, let's say the next thing I have is a horror movie and it like hits big, right? Um, I would get it if they were like, okay, here's we'll give you money, but just for horror. I would be like, well, no, no, I want to do something else. I want some money for this other idea of a heist movie or whatever they said no 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 you you're the horror guy now that's what you get money for i would get it i i kind of i'd still do it and i would take the money there you uh, go well the back end of this though and try to make my movie a heist movie anyway with some yeah. horror in well, it well the back end of this but, thing though but, is, is that and you and you make them more money and they eventually say damn you've made it that's money. right why don't we let you yeah. do this well, yeah. why don't you do something? I'll fight him. You know, I'll fight him and figure it out. But I understand what you're saying. I see both sides of it, I guess. I see both sides, but I'm just saying, like, I don't, I would not give a shit. I think if they would come live like us for a year, they would not give a shit about being typecast. <laughs> I really a lot of, no. It's, yes, you're very right about that. I was going to talk about, uh, uh, not necessarily, uh, something you said that reminded me of this. Uh, I see a lot of, uh, of just hate towards uh, other types of music or whether it's what they consider mainstream i guess they consider people that consider themselves alternative um i it really amuses me but i've seen a lot of posts lately about people saying like oh the grammys uh uh you know i, I that's one thing you'll never catch me watching alive the grammys the oscars or the right uh, man people whatever hate it. they hate like just hate it and uh, and and I think these are some of these people are like musicians that are writing these posts. And I well, think to musicians myself, are bashing the Grammys hard. Why but yes, would you? Ahead. But why? Like, which tells me they don't know any of the people there. Okay, right. they don't know anybody performing there. Um, why? Why do most musicians think it's the in their best interest to limit them their knowledge of music? Um. It's, so, so here's my question. Is it as simple as they just are limiting themselves their music? Because I hear so many musicians and they start talking about stuff they're into. It's bands just all over the spectrum. That's um, true. The, the hatred that's, I pick up from the Grammys is they feel like, from what I, what I guess, a lot of them are bitching that it's like a bought and sold thing. It's already a done deal. You know what I mean? Like it's like we talk okay, about Oscars. But these, people uh, are campaigning and making stuff happen. Well, that's yeah, that's part of the thing. But essentially, at the end of the day, it's a bunch of people in their union who are giving awards to the the, the salesman. Right. It's, right. it's that's all it is. Hey, this person sold you know more things than this person was out there more doing well, the best. Did you- they get Along this your line of thought thing. here, everybody has resurfaced this Eminem clip from about five years ago on a talk show. Okay. What's and Eminem he, doing? And he was, talking I've about his baby everywhere. mama? No, no, no. He was talking about these award shows, and he said, you know, when I first started, I was so excited when I get invited to the Grammys. 
or I get so invited, you know, so excited, and I, you know, and on and on. And he goes, and after a few years, he goes, I realized that it has nothing to do with any of this. He's like, they're just yeah. pulling in people to make money. He goes, and they give awards to people. He goes, I'm sorry. Maybe you made a great record, but only five people bought it. He goes, I don't think that should be, I think that's a problem. He's like, why aren't we looking at this album sold 50 million copies? Let's put it up against another album that sold 50 million copies. And let's start really trying to give an award. He's like, but that's what it is. He's like, so I accept that. He goes, but I won't won't participate in it anymore. He's like, I'm done with it. Well, see, that's part of the problem. see what it is. That's part of the problem is people like him say, well, I won't participate in it. Right. Vote in it. It's like politics. If you don't like it, there's something you could do about it, musicians. You are right. in the institution of which you have made hate. You've created it by not being participating in it. So participate well, we all, in it and stop and complaining we, about it. I'm with you, and we all know who they're complaining about. You know who all the ire is aimed at right now. Uh, oh, I don't. I really don't. I just see musicians. It's Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie Raitt is the oh, one yes. getting all the heat because okay. she won. She won album of the year, and everybody's like. The younger people are like, I don't know who this is. That's not a good argument. (laughs) Your ignorance is not a good argument. But uh, the people who are more up on things are like, yeah, she's amazing. That record sold like 200,000 copies. Beyonce's album sold like 10 million. Why aren't we talking Mm -hmm. about that as a problem in this? And Uh, that's maybe another conversation. Well, that's why they have the other awards for Billboard. Grammys are based on the votes of the members of the Academy. It's really that simple. And the members of the Academy looked looked at all their choices and said, I don't like Beyonce. Bonnie Raitt's been around forever. I bet that album's good, even though I've never heard of it. Hell with it. Let's just give her a vote. That's all that was. That's all it was. Well, and I mean, let's be honest. And you got to think, half the people that are voting have not had a hit in 25 years at least they're just old they're just old people sitting around being like oh bonnie ray good for her check mark <laughs> yeah i really love when her and john prime played together check um no but yeah. you know what there's a there's another thing to consider in this too um and i i'm trying i've been trying to think how how this works in my mind so you know like you don't hear movie stars doing this much like the music industry but what you do hear out of the out of the acting world is you hear them say stuff like they they do it respectfully and tastefully but they love the sags they love sag yeah. awards because that's their peers voting yeah but yes. they also will openly admit that's not going to be on the box cover you know four time or four award, <laughs> yeah. sag four sag winner movie no everyone no. cares about golden globe or oscars that's what matters but it's golden like globe. they figured out a way to negotiate <laughs> this you know what i mean they figured out yeah how, yeah i love the sags i hope i get a sag but i know that for the paycheck i need the, oscar, need the oscar and i need the golden globe that's funny right? but no i guess I mean, pay, uh, yeah yeah it really yeah you're right though um, but yeah, I guess my overall point was, I just the people that think think that uh, they're cool for not liking Rihanna. Right. There's nothing cool about you, Rihanna, for saying, "Hey, everybody, look at me, I'm cool." Is just as cool as you are for saying, "Hey, don't look at Rihanna, she's not cool." <laughs> right. I just I, I don't you. know, and I and I hate when musicians are like, "Screw pop music." Screw that. That's not music. Now, actually, it is, and a, a lot of people love it. And a bunch of you singer-songwriters 
might take note because nobody, yeah. if people are getting tired of hearing six minute uh, sad songs <laughs> where somebody dies, somebody cries, somebody learns a lesson. Hey, if you're once, talking shit about Bob Dylan, I'm not gonna listen once, to it. Once you hear that song once, it, it loses all of its power. You know what you could use? A little fun, a little pop, a little popularity, a little hip hop, y'all stupid idiots. Instead of being like, I'm cool and I don't listen to popular music. You sound like a caveman and a boomer and just shut up if that's your take on anything. And that's and I, all of and it. And I want to add, I want to pile on this with you. For all these pile people on. who are Gen Xers who are taking this righteous stand about hating all this pop music like you're talking about. Yeah. Hey, Kurt Cobain wrote the catchiest damn songs in the world because he studied the Beatles. Yeah, His, he was uh, pop. Take the distortion pop as you out get. of it. And it's pop music. It's pop. It's pop, pop as you music. can get, man. Pop so as you, hey, speaking of pop. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. Don't shit. Yes, don't SHI. Don't SHI on stuff you, ha you haven't even listened to. It might do you some good to listen to everything that's out there before you actually go and judge it. And yeah, you hating Wait, Rihanna. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean I'm not allowed to just form an opinion for no apparent reason and turn based it on, on the something? <laughs> Bill Maher said. Um, yeah. Uh, so here we go. No, Shark, you no, still I'm, I'm, I am listening intently. Your conversation is absolutely so riveting. I did not want to interrupt. <laughs> Smart ass. <laughs> so let's do this. We got the uh, Tarantino uh, okay, 49 Tarantino. movies you need to yep. see. We're going to go through them. We're right, gonna do I see... start at the first movie on the top of the page or do I go to the bottom of the page? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You do whatever you want to. Okay. Um. But we're going to go through them. Shark, we're going to see what Shark thinks they are. Maybe he's seen them. I'm betting some of them are going to be just, you know, Jaws and... Uh, okay. You know, some Westerns, Wild Bunch, Good and Bad, The Ugly. I better be on there and stuff like that. <laughs> All uh, right, so I'm, I got the first go movie that he says everyone should see. Are All right, let's ready? hear it. Let's hear it. It's a little thing called You Got Mail. <laughs> well, all right, Shark. You know you got mail, right? I do. I, yeah, I've actually seen that. Okay, yes. he says yeah. you should see it. I have Nora uh, Ephron. Me. Nora Ephron movie, uh, of course. As Tom. Uh, I think yep. uh, one of my wife's uh, little favorite movies. Go ahead. Yeah. So go. I don't know if we have time to get into He's, his uh, me, review of them, but I, I go ahead. Tell you this. He says, "I thought that movie actually did a really great job describing how big chain stores kill the little stores." Okay. <laughs> I don't remember right. anything about right. it, but I know I saw it because I remember the. Yeah, you, you, you got, got mail. Like, only how yeah. deal with it. Okay, so the next one, Ghosts you of Girlfriends mail. Past. <laughs> yeah, look, McConaughey. Love you, McConaughey. <laughs> Man, if you think you got ghosts to haunt you, you got to haunt the ghosts. Um, I do not know who. I do not know who uh, directed that movie. Um, no uh, way. I know yeah, I've seen it though. Know. I just know Jennifer Garner and uh, Matthew McConaughey are in it. That's yeah. all I know. Um, yep. Now this one, I'm totally behind. Unbreakable right. by Shyamalan. Oh yeah, Jeff, you've I seen Unbreakable. I bet you have. I've not. Oh, I've seen Shark. Unbreakable. This one, I think you ought to see. Unbreakable is good. Shyamalan. It's not Shyamalan no. horror stuff. It's, uh, it, it's Hump, a Shyamalan. It was Shyamalan wishing he had rights to a comic book, but being like, "Screw it, I'll make my own." Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, way before comic book movies were yeah, cool. Yeah, comic books uh, were not a really thing. Movie. And he was doing it. So, how about this one? I'm totally on board with Toy Story Three. Oh, Schindler's Toys. I like to call it around the yeah. house. 
Gosh, it's depressing. <laughs> is that, is that, yeah, is that the one with the bear and everything? Yep, that's yeah. the one. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, yeah, I saw that. That was horrible. It was like Fox and the Hound, like, bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. That one hurt so much. It was brutal in the theater. Every every kid was, like, confused. Every adult was crying. So, um, um, okay, so how about this one? He, he puts my man on the list, and this is one of my favorite movies of all time. There all right. Will Be Blood, Paul Thomas PTA, Anderson. PTA, that's right. Yes. Yeah, I can't I'm go wrong with that movie. Sounds like a vampire I'm a film. Man. I've abandoned my boy. I've abandoned my boy. <laughs> Do you know what's? Uh, have I you seen it? I drink your milkshake. <laughs> I drink your milkshake. Shark, have you have you seen it? What's your thoughts? No, on no it? I haven't. But clearly, just based on your your comments alone, it's a vampire movie. <laughs> Shark, you know why you would love this? Why is that? Because this whole movie is um, taken from a short story by F. Scott Fitzgerald. No, 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 yes. no. Taken yeah. by um, no, it's the guy who wrote um. I mean, the guy the played Jungle. Patton. It's Upton Sinclair. <laughs> oh, and, oh, and it's, oh, 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 it's right, called right, right. Oil, and it's about the oil barons taking over everything in the early 20th century and monopolizing nice, everything. It's nice. like, like this a, indictment of what where we're going. A, a modern take on. Uh, the Gilded Age, uh, when that, yes, that came out in what, the eighties, absolutely 80s? is, and it's and it's horrifying. Religion getting in bed with um, big business to make money. Religion becoming big business, like it's all there. Yeah, yeah. they they quit mm-hmm. flipping the tables over <clears throat> a long time ago. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Now this you one, I'm, check it I out. think we're gonna get a we're gonna get a gasp here. Team America, right. World Police. <laughs> oh my! I tried to watch it. I can't. It's mm. so like uh. I can't watch it. It's when, I, when it came out, I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. But I can't watch it now. It's, it's right. horrendous. Right. I, I can't. Come on I can't again do to that. save the mother effing day. Yeah. I'm glad they. <laughs> I'm glad they did it. I'm glad it exists. I, I'm not. You know what I mean? It's not that. It's not bad. Yes. But same it thing. Exactly. It's like I've tried. I've okay. tried, guys. But I, I couldn't get there. I can give you a quote he says about this. Let's see if you guys guess it. Okay. Tarantino has called this, he gives the director and movie title, but I'm not going to. Uh-huh. He calls this, quote, unarguably one of the greatest movies ever made, end quote. And then, next quote, the greatest first person character study ever committed to film, end quote. Oh, yeah, I Castaway. Know what that is. Taxi, taxi Driver. I didn't say Castaway. <laughs> it's Taxi Driver. Really? It's Taxi Driver, yes. <laughs> I was going to, I, I don't know, Tom Hanks, like I said, you know, Taxi Driver's <laughs> fine, but it's not DC Cab. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, how about this one? Whoa, speed. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Here's speed. pop quiz hot shot. Uh, John, uh, 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 French guy directed it, right? John, does, uh, yes. Jean, Jean de, de Bout or something. Jean that's, de Bout. Yes, yep, that's right. Shark, you obviously know speed, right? You got to know speed. Yeah, right. Like Keanu Reeves and then Sandra Bullock yeah. and yeah. Dennis yeah. Hopper. And, yeah, Dennis sure, Hopper. Sure, sure. Dennis yeah. Hopper. Yeah. yeah, pulling it off, yeah. Okay, so know. this one. The, the speed's one of those, like, do- we only needed one speed. You know what I mean? Yeah, you didn't, yes, you didn't need to go to the bus and the cruise ship. And, no. Yeah, the bus, it was fine. It was, the fast. one was enough. <laughs> too fast. Too cruise curious. control. Um, too fast for Cruise control. Um, okay, this one I don't know. It's uh, directed by William Fredkin. Friedkin? Fried- I do Friedkin. know the title of the movie, but I never saw it. It is oh, from 77. Oh, I, know what it is. I, know, I better know what it is. What is it? 
Uh, it's called Sorcerer. Stars uh, our boy from Jaws. It's uh, yep. uh, yeah, yep. Billy Friedkin movie. Yep. Based on the uh, French movie called Wages of Fear. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I own it. I often put it on just to have in the background. You don't even need to listen to it to watch it and enjoy it. Uh, sorcerer, yes, go, yes. What's he say? What's he say about it? I need it doesn't. It just says um, that he thought it was um, an incredible movie with sight and sound. So yeah, this, really this is like a, a, a an anti King Arthur movie, right? This is like the through the French lens <laughs> of what King Arthur looked like. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, you know you don't know the Wages of Fear. Have you ever seen that old French movie? Oh sure, uh, really yeah, s- yeah, of course. <laughs> <It's my laughs> you just, I, I just rolled off your tongue. You know that old French movie that everybody's seen. <laughs> what? It's by Henry Henry Clouseau. Um, French movie that everyone's seen. The only French movie uh, I ever watched on purpose was on oh, Cinemax uh, at two in the morning, and I only watched like four minutes of that. <laughs> <laughs> Seven Samurai is the French movie you're thinking of. No, no, no. Uh, it's um, by Henry Henry Clouseau. It's called uh, The Wages of Fear. And it's it basically, it's a simple story. And Sorcerer is it, but uh, I think uh, it's, so, it's so good. Essentially this. There's a bunch of nitroglycerin that needs to be delivered to blow out a burning oil well that's destroying this jungle town. Um, and they have to get the nitro there via these old trucks and a really crappy road uh you know nitro is unstable every little bump they hit it could blow up they have horrible bridges and rivers they have to cross and uh that's it's just a big tension it's just a big bottle of tension from start to finish basically uh god i love it it's a great great movie uh, let's go keep going though okay here's one i don't know the skin i live in I don't know. Right, the silence the, the sequel to, uh, I do not know. The sequel to Face Off, right? Okay, here's the blurb. <laughs> Pedro, Pedro Alamodovar's psychological horror film, Skin I Live In, um, is about a disturbed plastic it. surgeon holding a young woman hostage to be his test subject. I'm going to have to write that one down. I don't know what's going And Antonio really Banderas is in it. Oh, okay. I'm, uh, I'm in for it cool. then. Yeah. All right. Sweet. I'm a band okay. fan. Here's one I think you guys will like. Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, of yeah. Of course. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah, so Edgar Wright. There. Edgar Wright, one of, the, uh, one of the best, I think. The dude tries um, to jump yes. over the fence. <laughs> what, what about this one? Police Story 3 Super Cop from 1992. Oh, if you haven't seen that movie, you should. It's, it's a blast. Jackie Chan. Yeah. Uh, probably at the height of Jackie Chan and that whole uh, renaissance of that style of movie. Yeah, it oh says Tarantino says the greatest stunts filmed in any movie, and that includes Buster Keaton. Yeah, uh, they're they're insane. The, the, the fight sequences. I don't know, you know man. I've never I, seen seen uh, Jackie Chan do that thing where they, you know, like a wall of a barn falls and the you go like right through the window that's amazing style. I mean, that's, and that's Buster Keaton baby I, so yeah I, yeah, I don't know Buster that's, Keaton, that's yeah. impressive it is yeah he. if you want for a good time google Buster Keaton stunts on YouTube oh, and yeah. just watch a half hour <laughs> it's of them. insane, insane. <laughs> it's nuts uh, but I will say the choreography of the fight scenes and I, we talked about this a long time ago that's why we have movies like John Wick now and the movies that I love because of police story it went from 
I'm going to kick you. We're going to cut when I kick you. We're going to go to a different angle and you're just flying backwards. Like every fight scene that's ever been filmed, right? Oh, my God. All I can think of is I'm going to get you, sucker. There's yeah. a fight scene where when they cut to it, it's clearly a white guy with a mustache. And he's supposed to be a black woman fighting. And it's like they don't hide his face at all. Oh, my God. It's so brilliant. It's so brilliant. I love uh, I'm going to get you, sucker. And they were like, you know what? We hired all these people that are experts at what they do and they can we can do a three minute fight scene with them like flawlessly in one take uh, and that's why you have all of that kind of action these days is because of the uh, police story three all right let's keep going shark this was yeah. one of your favorite movies it's uh bong joon ho's 2003 murder mystery <laughs> and police procedural uh memories of memories murder. of <laughs> memories of murder yeah yeah that's one of shark's <laughs> top five films <laughs> that's so dumb bong i can't even ho, come up with something funny to say about it you know what i mean okay so we get two in a row that we all know the next is the matrix right uh, of and course, then yeah. after that, we get Mad Max Fury Road. That's, that's uh, a I new mean, one, isn't it? I can't argue with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that's... Mad Max Fury Road. I thought I it was love fantastic. It too. It's I so really good. did. It's so um, good. Uh, I next, own the chrome version. Shiny chrome. chrome. Um, uh, the that's next sad, one but I do. Is, uh, Doll eyes. So, how do you do it? Oh, you doll's eyes. Yes. <laughs> you see a shark's eyes. Doll, dark like a doll's eyes. Yeah, jaws. <laughs> That's when the screaming starts, Chief. Uh, Tarantino uh, has famously compared this movie to a rubber band that a filmmaker stretches as far as it'll hold. Uh, mm. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. what I think Jaws one? is flawless. I mean, you can't beat it. Go what ahead. about this one? Uh, his girl. Unless Friday. you're a surfer. Unless you're a surfer. <laughs> yeah, I should say. Yes, sure yeah, Jaws. Jaws is, I, I, I just seen they never made that movie. Honestly, yeah. Because <laughs> like now you, you got do. Shark Week. You know, I, mean, I was I, I'm not, I was like hanging out with my buddy. I, I stopped at his house. You know, I hadn't been around any you know media whatever. I go to his house and you know, it's like in I don't know whatever Florida you know somewhere there and uh, and Shark Week's on. It's like you know so I'm down here to spend two weeks in the ocean. And, I'll, and you got Shark Week on the TV. It's like it's not helpful, you know. Jeff is so yeah. torn because he's like Jackass is doing Shark Week this year. It's my, one of my favorite things and one of my least favorite things. It is. It is <laughs> right. And I never so, get an invite. You know what I mean? Um, are they paying you rights for that? Since that's what I'm they, saying. You trademarked that a long that's time ago. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with them doing it. That's what my cut. <laughs> What's it? It's what just a, a taste. That's what a, just a what Shark. Week. That's what Shark calls it every time he goes on a honeymoon. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes a great one. Um, how about this one? Uh, this is another one of Shark's favorite movies by Bong Joon-ho. Um, it is The Host. Oh, I thought that was part of the title of the movie a while ago. <laughs> no, no. Oh, yeah, you man, The Host. Bong Joon-ho. It's Bong Korean. Joon-ho's- it's Korean. Bong Joon Ho's, uh, that's like one of his first real movies. And the host is good if you haven't seen it. CGI kind of holds it back now. Well, it's virus uh, I movies. I bet he said that when it, when it came so out. So, did no, you know preacher, he won the Oscar movie. for Best ah. Director and gave yes, Tarantino he won it for, yeah. a shout out for always and championing scores. Korean language films? 
That's true. He did, and he gave Scorsese a shout out in the same. His, if you've never seen his speech at the Oscars, because nobody would cool would watch the Oscars. I'm sure uh, I watched it. It's very. Uh, he won for Parasite a couple years ago, and I do yeah, love yeah, Parasite. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he basically I still have not said seen like, Parasite. Tar- <laughs> oh, you should watch it. He basically said, yeah, Tarantino, thank you for championing uh, Korean film. Wait, like, who did he say championed it? Tarantino, and then he said to. <laughs> and then he said, Scorsese. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> and then he said, Ter- uh, and then he said Ter- uh, Scorsese, you gave me the advice that the more personal you make it, the more the world will uh, love it. And that's what I did in this movie. Um, and he said, you are, you are my God. Or he said something like, you are my God. I, I love you. You are my God or something like that. <laughs> so I, nice. I had to like him just for that. All right. Uh, yeah. We have a few more minutes. Let's okay, keep going. Here's the next one. And the only problem with this movie is I used to love it, but then when I found out that Rick Dalton didn't get the part, it kind of took the movie <laughs> down a bit. This is a 1963 POW drama, The Great Escape. Oh, oh yes. He yeah. used Rick to Dalton love it. That part. Rick Dalton would have killed now that part. Now he had you know to it. kill it. <laughs> He used to love it until Rick Dalton killed it. Yes, the, uh, uh, I love that scene. I often forget about that scene. Every time I watch What's a Fun Time in Hollywood, for some reason, that scene eludes oh me. And I then when it pops up, yeah. it pops up, I'm surprised every time. Yeah, I love every time it's that so he does funny. Steve McQueen's scene. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, All right, what do we got? Okay, so here's another one. I got no clue on this one, Shark. This is called Francis Ha. Ah, oh, yeah, it's a. Uh, um, I don't like uh, what's his name. Bomb. It's Richard Linklater. Noah. Noah. Uh, oh, Noah uh, Bombback and Noah, Greta Noah Gerwig. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like that. I don't love that guy. So I, I don't. I don't know. What do we got next? Fight Club. Oh, hey, one we can all agree. Thought you weren't supposed to talk about Fight that, Club, man. Everybody's seen that. Um, what about uh, this one? I've heard a lot about. And I've never seen it. Um, enter the void. Oh Jesus, Lord! Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's Gasper. exactly why I haven't seen it yet. Gasper knows. It, yeah, yeah, it is. It's hard to watch, but also kind of beautiful. All, all the same, all the same breath. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about that. What about, about that, this but. one, Lars von Trier's Dogville? Oh, Tarantino says it's one of the greatest uh, scripts ever written. Um, I know that I've seen that movie, but I cannot. Nicole, I want to think Nicole Kidman's in it. Yeah, Nicole Kidman's in it. Yep. Um, okay, I know it's we're, uncomfortable. We're gonna hit a sweet spot here, gentlemen. Are you ready? Here we go. So next on his list. All right, all right, all right. He brings back my man, my favorite director ever. He brings in a little movie called I'm a big star, a big, bright, shining star. <laughs> PTA getting two mentions on the list yes. so far. Nice. Yes. Wow. I think this is great. Um, yeah. Okay, then he throws in one I know I should see, and I have not seen, and I actually am kicking myself in the rear a bit. Um, Kinji Fukasaku's Battle Royale ah, from 2009. Battle Royale. Yeah, I do, I've really watched good. Battle Royale many times. I used to own it. 
I used to own it. I think somebody stole it. <laughs> Do you uh, have the... Uh... Do you have the bronze copy, the silver copy, the platinum copy? Shiny chrome. The next one, he throws us a curveball. Okay. <laughs> it's a 1976 comedy starring Walter Matthau as an alcoholic former baseball player. <laughs> a little thing called Bad News Bears. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Bad News Bears when I was when I was little, <laughs> but um, I don't think I can watch it nowadays. Uh, That's funny. That's hey, here's funny. one I still love. I still think it holds up, and people do not agree with me on this one. But Lost in Translation. I would be one of those people. I don't. I know. I know. I love it. I still love it. I still. I don't. Think it's I listen. I don't dislike it. I, I. There's nothing wrong with it. I just. I just thought it was overrated a little bit. I like. I like Coppola though. Sophia. What about this one? It's got an actor. Excuse me. Actor. Who belongs. (laughs) Who belongs on a stage. But he works with Michael Mann. Oh. Is it Heat? No. No. Uh, It had an actor named... Russell Crowe likes a headbutt. Oh, it's uh, uh, the in- it's the it's the insider. <laughs> it it's is the late insider. Michael Mann, the insider. Yeah. Very good movie though. Okay, so often overlooked. Couple, let me do a couple quick ones here. Hey, by the way, we're done with the radio. We're we're almost done with this. Keep listening to us okay. on the podcast. We just ran out of time on the radio. We'll see you next week, everybody. Thanks for listening so much. Twenty twenty one on any podcast listening thing, you'll find us. See you later, everybody. Okay, joint security area. Chan Wook uh, Park's oh, oh, that's Park, Chark Wook Park, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know I like, that one. I love Wook Park. He's done uh, a lot of good movies I like. A lot of stabby movies. That's just okay. right to say. Here's one. Takashi Mike's 99 Audition. Yes, right? Audition. Yep. Uh, yep. I knew it. If you've never seen Audition, it's probably one of the most disturbing um, horror films uh, ever made. Won't be seeing it. Nope, nope, not for me. There's a lot of a lot of scenes with uh, acupuncture needles. Ooh, and uh, lots of scene with uh, piano wire. I don't even want to hear you describe Um, that. And then a lot of not 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 only piano wire scenes, uh, lots of scenes of dog bowls with human food. Uh, lots of scenes of uh, things inside burlap sacks. We're not sure. It can't be a full full human in there, but something's inside there. Stuff like that. Well, all right, that's that's auditioned for you in a right. in a nutshell. How about <laughs> this one? How about this one? Have yeah. you ever seen a snail crawl across the blade of a razor? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. We're going look. with the movie <laughs> called Apocalypse Now. <laughs> they wanted me to go crazy in the jungle. <laughs> and I said, I don't go crazy. I'm Al Pacino. <laughs> okay. Um, how about this one? Um, this was a 1969 counterculture landmark. Easy Rider. Yes. And he hey, says that everybody should watch it 
and then watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You should watch them back to back with Easy Rider first. That's a good idea. Tarantino says that here. Yeah, he says that here. You should watch that and then watch Once Upon a Time um, in Hollywood. Make myself a little note here. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. That might be a fun little thing to sit down and do. Oh, for sure. Yeah, really. Um, Okay, so here we go. Here's one that I. I don't know if I can go back and watch it, um, but I've seen it okay. a few times. Um, the Social Network. Yeah, often gets cited in like people's top movies, and it is a great he movie. Yeah, I don't know if I can like rewatch it. Year, Rewatchability it, is not quote, that. It is number one. He's talking about the year 2010. It's number one because it's the best. It crushes all competition. That's what his argument was. It was now, a great it, movie, and a lot of film nerds will tell you it's a great movie. But yeah, I it's not real rewatchable for me. But go ahead. Sorry, no, here's one I I got nothing. And Shark, if you could see this picture, you would be glad I'm not. But something tells me that Ace Wood's gonna know Dario Argento's '75 uh. classic. Oh yeah. Do you know which one it is? Probably it's not Tenebrae for him. It's probably nope. Deep Red. Deep it's red, deep red. Deep, deep is, red. Uh, in Italian, of course, it would be uh, Profondo Rosso. Um, oh, one of my favorites. Uh, I'm looking right now at my Arrow uh, video, my Steelbook collection of Deep Red. Uh, yeah. The uh, oh my god, I got it for uh, Christmas. My lovely wife got me a Steelbook Arrow edition of Deep Red with all the goodies you could imagine from original lobby cards. Stabbies, knives, razor blades. What I gotta know, what's Tarantino say? What's he say about my buddy uh, Dario Argento's Deep Red Profunda Rosa? He said he was 15 years old and he went and saw it. He said, I went to the theater on my own to see it, and that was before I knew who Dario Argento was. I didn't even know it was an Italian movie. I go in and see it, and it's these horrendous murders and horrendous kills one after another with just complete sadism. Not only just (laughs) a tremendous amount of blood, but also the loudest soundtrack I've ever heard in a movie just pounding on you. A woman is scalded (laughs) to death. That was like, wow, this movie's really tough, but thrilling. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Pretty good description. Yeah, so the next movie he thinks you should see, um, I believe, is the movie (laughs) that little band from Birmingham... (laughs) Changed their name to this after their band name was us. <laughs> oh man, I don't know what this is. <clears throat> this is Boris Karloff's is starring in Black Sabbath. Ooh. Uh, is this Mario Bava's Black Sabbath? Uh, yes, yes. Ah, uh, yes. yes. But Black Sabbath is a uh, one of the kind of first movies of its kind. Another Jalo. It gets put in the Jalo category, not necessarily a Jalo. Black Sabbath's a cool, cool cool-ass movie. I like Black Sabbath a lot. Okay, how about this one? A little history movie about a bunch of boats taking people (laughs) back to London. (laughs) Like all out just tooting along in the water. Uh, (laughs) London Bridge is falling down, but not with me. Let's take a little ride. (laughs) Uh, This would be Dunkirk. Ah, Dunkirk. Dunkirk, of course, by Dunkirk. the esteemed Mr. No Land. No Land. No Land. No Landsy. Or No Lannies. That's why he likes all those movies about planes. That's why he likes all those movies about planes. No Land. A 
Okay, this is one I would have never guessed in a billion years would be on this list. Abbott Abbott. and Costello meet Frankenstein. Ah, (laughs) you know what? There are a lot of uh, people that love that movie. A lot of critics love that movie. Like it's 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 one of the greatest movies ever. I don't. He said it put it put the the universal monster movie with the physical comedy and that had never been done and he said it was just like gender bit or genre bending without that there would be no scooby-doo yes yes (laughs) hey you're right though really yeah Yeah, i mean that's that's paving the way here's a little uh yeah a small little film that most people don't know i i know it i bet you two don't Uh um little film called the good the godfather the bad and the oh. ugly. Aha. <laughs> yeah. Sergio. Sergio. Okay. Here's, here's one I really don't know. <laughs> Unfaithfully Yours from 1948. Um, oh, 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 hold on. I know why he likes that. He likes that guy. What's his name? Preston uh, Sturgis. Something. Yep, Preston Sturgis. Preston Sturgis, is that right? Yes. Yeah, that's it. I don't know that movie, but I know of it. Yeah, I mean, like... Tarantino's uh, got a boner boner for that guy for some reason. Yeah, I mean, he's like, this was this incredible thing. It didn't win shit. Like, yeah, okay. He said it's made him feel better when he thinks he's been robbed. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay. West Side Story 2021. Whoa. Whoa. You know, mm-hmm. guy. You know how I felt. I liked it. I was. I know you did. I know what's he you say? Did. He, what's he say about it? I'm curious. This is a. That's out of nowhere to me. Um, spilled reviews. Uh, he said that Top Gun Maverick and Spielberg's West Side Story are the movies that bring back that old school sense of spectacle. Quote: Both provide a true cinematic spectacle and the kind that I almost thought I was never going to see again. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a it, it is spectacle. Like the shy, I I love I loved it. My wife loved it because of the music. I loved it because Spielberg was doing insane wonders inside of dance in dance moves, and I'm like, how is he doing this? Is all I kept thinking. All right, let's keep going. We're almost there. All right, aren't we? here we go. Uh, we there's still there's still several, but uh, okay, blow okay. out. Yeah, blowout. Travolta. Travolta. Like, look at my hair. I like, feel like the time my hair <laughs> blowing it out. Let me dance into this Brian De Palma thriller. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, I love Blowout. I'm looking right now at my uh, Criterion Collection edition of Blowout, uh, one of my favorite De Palma movies. Maybe my favorite De Palma movie. Go he ahead. Was a sa- the movie's about no, a sound editor Jessica. who accidentally Jessica. records a murder. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, basically based about oh, now, French I'm movie. Having- called blow up i'm having a moment here as i'm looking jeff you know that french movie called blow up right oh yeah yeah yeah. of course absolutely hey i'm having a moment really so i'm looking at this picture of travolta (laughs) and the next movie on the list is rio bravo and there's this great scene in get shorty where someone names the movie and and um uh chili goes no 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 you're thinking of this it's rio bravos where dean martin plays the drunk and I'm like having this whole like, oh, this is a nice little oh, together here. Yeah. Yeah. He says, nice. whenever I get serious with a girl, I show her Rio Bravo, and she better effing like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's yep. a Howard Hawks movie. He loves Howard Hawks. I don't really know Rio Bravo that great well. Um, Shark, this movie's yeah, coming it. in hot for you. Let's hear it. Here we go. New movie called Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, it's Whoa. good. It's good. 
It's oh, good. Yeah. It is a good movie. No I rewatched it the other day. It really is a good movie. I still don't think it's yeah. as great as I, everyone's making out to be. But I don't it's think good. it. I don't think it is either. But it is good. Like there's no denying how yeah. good it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Have you guys seen that little clip of Spielberg talking to Tom Cruise, and he like you he'll, you hear Spielberg say, uh, "Maverick, save cinema. You, uh, you got people back in theaters." Like you are responsible for saving saving this. Oh man, sorry, hot off the like, press. Hot off the like, press, boys. Crap, I got to interrupt I like, pop culture. Oh, Raquel go. Welch, star, has died at age eighty-two. Oh no. Yeah, Raquel Welch passed away. You heard it here first wasn't on that, this show. Wasn't that last week? No, man. this is now. Who's gonna Who's now? gonna get all that uh, grape? Who's gonna get all that grape jelly money? I don't know. All right. Well. I guess the toast people, toast yeah. people peanut butter, now, peanut butter the people. The next movie he mentions, I'm so glad because here's what he says: it's not perfect, but its imperfections yeah. are part of its glory. Thank you for saying that. This is the Wild Bunch. Oh yeah, I do. I do enjoy. The, I well, I like all Peck and Paul's movies. Even his bad ones. Uh, <laughs> um, like. Now the next one I think is one of the scariest films ever made, and I stand by it. Okay. A little what movie called The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, oh, the yeah. original. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that movie is scary. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then yeah, he follows right, up yeah. with another great horror movie, and that is the reboot um, from 1982 of The Thing, John Carpenter. Ah, uh, man, The Thing is so good. I, I, uh, I'm looking right now. <laughs> but no, I was. Uh, I tried to. I told, asked my wife the other day if she'd ever saw the thing, and she was like, "No." And I, I freaked out. I was like, "We have to watch the thing. It is one of the best." Jeff, you've seen the thing, I'm guessing. No, but I saw the hateful eight. Okay, well, this is Kurt, this is Kurt Russell. It's actually really good. It's one of those um, I'd like to put a now, thing down here for Shark Boy. We finally have made it to the final film on the list. What do we got? What is Tarantino the number one? has never tried to hide his admiration for legendary spaghetti western director Sergio Corbucci. For Django Unchained, he borrowed the name ah. of Corbucci's most famous prag- uh, protagonist, Django. And when it was time to be. make his second western, he took another page out of Corbucci playbook and set it in the snow. Before uh-huh. Hateful Eight came out, the most famous winter set western movie was Sergio Corbucci's what? Um, it's The Great? Pumpkin. The great, the great silence. It's the great, it is silence. The great silence. That is correct. Yes. What, uh, he uh, said. Uh, here's okay. what he says about it. It is one of the most nihilistic endings of any western. It is an insane movie. Yeah. Trinidad goes out to face the bad guys and gets killed. The bad guys win. The murder. They murder everyone else in town. They ride away, <laughs> yeah. and that's the end of the movie. It's shocking to this very day. <laughs> wow. That's his list. <laughs> That's what his next movie is going to be. <laughs> it's a remake of that. I'm going to go out like this. Oh, I would not expect that. But I, uh, yeah, I, I realized recently that Hateful Eight is a mix of uh, The Great Silence, The Thing, and uh, 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 the other thing it is is a movie called uh, White Heaven, White Heaven Dark Hell, I think, which he gets the title for the last chapter is from, and it's a... Uh, it's a uh, uh, lone wolf and bear uh, movie, which by I the way, thought that the movie oh, HBO you want to say was a little movie from 1980 called Cruising, starring yours truly. 
<laughs> you gotta finish it out, man. Cruising out there on the streets, trying to solve crime. Cruising is so dirty and dungy, and it I feel like I, so, I, I just feel filthy watching it. Oh. I, like I say, I feel and I feel for like uh, if that's what you had to do to find somebody if you were gay in New York in the seventies. Oh Lord, man, it's, yeah, there's horrible. a scene where where Pacino's got a yellow handkerchief in his back pocket, and that's this right. guy walks up and he's like, "You into water sports?" And he's like, um, no. well, I just like watching. And he's like, okay. get that thing out of your pocket. And I'm like, oh, Get that fucking thing out of your pocket, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot we're on the we're, podcast. I yeah, we're off yeah, podcast now. I thoroughly enjoy cruising. I've, I've seen it many before. Uh, I, I recently got the uh, Criterion Collection version oh of it. Oh, boy. And uh, you, you should go through, uh, you should finish it just because there's so many memorable scenes Well, like it's that. not that long. It's only like 90 minutes. You know, it's not a Yeah, long and it's film. got a it's got an insane ending. Uh, it's a weird, weird movie by William Freakin, the guy that did The Sorcerer. Oh, I'm sitting watching I'm like 72 Pacino's like up for Oscars for the Godfather. <laughs> Eight years later, he's playing cruising. <laughs> well, oh William Friedkin had made a name for himself because of Sorcerer, uh, because yeah. of The Exorcist. People were like, "Whoa, Billy Friedkin can make a freaking movie." Uh, that movie Sorcerer we talked about earlier, by the way, it came out the same weekend as Star Wars. Oh boy! <laughs> That's why no one has ever heard of it. It's one of the That's, best movies ever ever that made. Reminds, but no one that is one of the best ever heard of like, it. Um, and uh, fuck in High Fidelity recess, some bands not, not never got over the night they opened for like Nirvana or something. You know what I mean? Or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Like the same thing. Like that. We're, we're gonna kill our movies coming out this weekend. The only thing we're up against is some star <laughs> star thing. We're yeah, gold. <laughs> it's gonna be lame. It's gonna be like Nobody's the old Buck Rogers movie. Nobody's gonna see that thing. This yeah. is the new Billy Friedkin movie. Like that guy won an Oscar already. That's so great. Even Red they're Foreman like, oh my god, they go, they the drive there. Show, yeah, Red Foreman like goes. He goes. He's watching it. And he's like, the kid's on dope. This movie's crap. And then the explosions start. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> Even Red Foreman loved it. <laughs> I gotta say, I could see the thing where Billy Friedkin, he's going to going driving around towards the theater. He sees the line around the block. He's like, oh my god, sorcerer. <laughs> Sorcerer's gonna be a huge hit. I'm made in this town forever. Holy crap, the word got out. This movie's unbelievable. Because they do so many stunts in it that to this day, I think people are like, how did they get that truck across the bridge type of thing? You mean uh, cruising? Yeah, no, in, yeah, in Sorcerer. Um, Sorcerer. You should totally watch Sorcerer if it ever comes on HBO Max, and I bet it will. Um, but yeah, could you imagine that? He's like, oh my God, look at this line. <laughs> he gets out, Vinny Chase style. They're like, no, we're here to see... <laughs> We're here to see the Star Wars hey, movie, yo. Wouldn't it be great if they rebooted Entourage and they had it in 2023 where these guys were struggling with this kind of woke culture and they couldn't be who they are? Oh, I'm sorry. I was just trying to be Jeremy Piven and uh, make myself... I'm trying to get a again. job. <laughs> you can't, oh, man. The only way I would watch Entourage again is if Billy Walsh goes off the rails and is back on drugs. I need Billy Walsh strung out and yeah that's the best Billy Walsh there is yeah I would like uh yeah I want uh I want like Turtle to be the best uh Vinny Chase has been 
has been canceled. So is drama. They've both they've both gone down <laughs> in flames. And like Turtle's the only one that's good because you know yeah, Turtle's, Turtle's just, like just killing it. He's got the greatest life ever. He's not yep, he's got anybody, tequila. Not anybody. Yep, yep. Yep. He's married to you know some nice lady. And uh, I guess E. I don't know what E's doing. He's he was never a uh, one of those guys. So I think E should be doing all right too. And then it's the brothers that are down and out. Yeah. Yeah, Vinny, nobody Vinny's will work been with canceled and, and drama, drama's been forgotten completely. It's like he doesn't even exist. <laughs> drama's like Kevin Sorbo. He's a right winger. <laughs> oh my God, that would be great. Who, who if he keeps anti blaming January yeah. 6th conspiracy theorists. He's just blaming his career on lefties. Whole <laughs> <laughs> culture killed it, bro. <laughs> You think any of these girls at the Valley Gym's gonna even look at me? I'm gonna have to go to some base gym. I'm gonna have to go down to the Valley to even get a chick to look at me. You've even seen the girls that hang out in the Valley, me, Vinny. Uh, then comes oh man, we can write we can write a spec script of. I think we should write a 22 page spec. <laughs> of Entourage the Return. I think it would be really funny. Oh, man. All right. Well, I think we should. Man, we have really gone long today. Uh, yeah, Sorry have. if I'm keeping keeping anybody. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Adios. <laughs>